Welcome back to Project Healing. I'm Catherine Ann, psychic medium, intuitive healer, and with me today is my co-host, so she'll be with me all the time now, Jenna Korzynski, who we are going to hear her basically her life story from today. What what drew her to psychic stuff, how she studied, whatever went on in her childhood that made her who she is today within reason. Uh, <laughs> all the stuff we're going to talk about. So hello, Jenna. Hello. All right. I'm so excited. I'm just going to say so it. I'm just excited. So <laughs> this is kind of how Jenna and I work. I have an idea and then... I 100% rely on Jenna to come up with bullet points. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jenna, this isn't going to be a very long episode either because we have another one to release today as well about psychic children. So keep on moving along after you hear all about Jenna because these coincide as well. So, Jenna, when did you figure out that you were psychic? And what did that all mean to you? What was your experience like? You tell your story and I'll basically interrupt you as I feel needed, which is a lot we know. Oh, man. So I guess, I mean, I didn't really figure it out until I met you, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I, Looking back, my life was full of all sorts of crazy experiences that make perfect sense <laughs> now. Good old hindsight. Um, but I really didn't realize it until I did a reading with you and you were like, so you have a really strong inner voice. And I'm like, yeah, I do. And you go, you realize that those are psychic thoughts, right? And I Is said, that what I huh? said? Yes. <laughs> Just <laughs> came right at me. I was like, huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then we moved on from there. <laughs> <laughs> I love your reaction to this. Is that what I said? <laughs> See, the thing is, when and, and Jenna, you can back me up on this. When you're doing mm -hmm. a reading for someone, you're channeling like source energy. You're connected to their guides, to your guides, to the universe, to whoever it is you're connecting to. Yeah. And you don't always remember everything you said. So when people come back and ask me, even during a Facebook Live, if they're like five questions previous, I'm like I don't yes. know what I just said to you. We've already moved on here. So that's hysterical. I just blurted it out at you. That makes yeah. sense. For anyone who's had a reading with me, they're going, yup, right now. <laughs> okay, so I was like, hey, you're psychic. Stop being stupid and start listening. And then what happened? Um, and then I found out that you offered an intuitive course and I was like, wait, what? You were Sign my first me student. Up. I don't <laughs> and know I didn't know that, that at the time. You didn't see. No, I did not know that at the time. I didn't know that until I think once I finished your course, that's when you told me and I was like, oh, snap. Well, this went well. So good job. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so then I signed up for that and it was four weeks of us meeting one-on-one, -on -one, figuring out that those really do attract. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, it was pretty, pretty crazy. Um, Catherine would give me these little 
assignments that I had to do. And every week I'd be like, yeah, no, I, I can't do that. And every week she'd be like, see, told you I could. And yeah. that's pretty much how I that re- went. I do remember <laughs> that about you. You'd be like, I don't know if that's going to work out. Like, yeah, it's going to work. I'm telling you. I know because I'm psychic and also because so are you. <laughs> you were so good <laughs> from the very beginning. Okay, so looking back now at your childhood, at being a teenager, being in your early 20s, moving into your 40s and 50s now. I'm just kidding. Jenna's not that old. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> in your in your your younger years and your teenage years and your 20s, looking back, what really stands out to you that you feel like had you known you were psychic would have been different or or what just stands out to you? I mean, I think the biggest thing for me was my like aversion of crowds and of new faces when I was little. And I mean, young, like, my earliest memories are probably from around age three, um, and I was always a leg clinger. I walked into a room behind my mom's butt. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how everybody met me. I was I was Jackie's shadow. Um, and it was really because the energy of new people was really overwhelming for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I didn't like somebody's energy, I wore it all over my face. I would get super nervous. Um, and I didn't know that then, but now knowing what I know, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. I was fearful of other people's energy because I didn't know how it was going to affect me and I didn't know how to control it, I guess. Yeah. So um, then when I was, I think I was seven years old and my great uncle passed away and that was the first time I ever ha- remember having like a s- interaction with a spirit. Really? Um, and he came and he, yeah, yeah, he came and he sat on the edge of my bed and he was speaking to me and I remember not being able to speak back to him. So I had this little rainbow notebook um, and I would write questions and answers to him on the little notebook. At and seven? that's how I communicated with him. Seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Okay. I feel like as someone who... I I talked about the plane that crashed in Virginia Beach, having a dream about that happening over and over. Yeah. That is, it's pretty obvious, but you literally had the spirit of your deceased great uncle sitting on the end of your bed while you Q&A'd with him in a notebook (laughs) and you didn't think that anything was going on there. I mean, that's when I realized I was connected, but it wasn't wow. something that I felt comfortable sharing with anybody. Yeah, I, I actually, I that. would rip the pages out of the <gasps> notebook and I would shove them behind my bed, the headboard of my bed, oh because my I didn't want anybody to find them. And um, other family members passed on in the years after that. And it's kind of this, I mean, this sounds crazy to anybody that doesn't have experiences like that, but almost every single one of my mom's family members that passed came to visit me, um, which is pretty incredible because now my ancestral master guide is from my mom's side of the family. So now it all makes sense. Now That's it all makes sense. wild. That is so wild. I didn't know that. Wow. Okay. So moving forward from that profound experience, what, <laughs> what else happened in your life that led you up to this? 
So I've always been really drawn to anything paranormal. Like I was the kid that was like everybody in the neighborhood was bored and I was like, let's go on a ghost hunt. And we would walk around the neighborhood and be like, oh, my God, look in that window. There's something spooky in there. But what was different for me was I really thought like there were times that I was seeing stuff and nobody else would see it. And I'd be like. No, really. I just saw somebody leave that room. You guys didn't see that? No. 100%. Same thing. We'd play ghost in the graveyard and hide and seek. And there was like an old green garage, like um, like long cement garage, not like typical household garage kind of thing, like mm-hmm. where you could keep a, a bunch of cars. And um, excuse me. Um, I remember seeing people in like white hooded outfits in there. And I would point it out to my brother and my sister and they never, they were like, you don't see anything. And they'd make fun of me. I mean, they wouldn't make fun of me, but they'd pick on me for it. I don't want it to sound like I was like bullied over it because I wasn't, but I'm the middle child. I was bullied over everything. I'm kidding. So (laughs) seeing those white hooded people later in high school, I learned that there was a huge KKK chapter in our area way back in like the 40s and 50s so to know that and then put that with it because one of the figures was always wearing red come on that's the Mm -hmm. head right isn't that like the head of them would wear that i think so i have no idea i think it's probably a good thing you don't really know (laughs) my obsession with like social justice since all of that blah 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 let's get back to you i saw hooded people no one else did i'm with you yeah so you would did you do like um like witches brew and like fake cauldrons with like leaves and twigs and stuff when you were a kid too? Oh, right. For sure. I mean, I thought that everybody did that. Come to find out, no. Everybody does I not did. do that. But all the little woo-woo kids did. So here we are. <laughs> um one of my friends, I don't know how we came across it, but in middle school somebody told us about this angel board called Psychic Circle. Now, I was always, like, programmed to be terrified of a Ouija board. I still am. So I was like, you know, yeah, oh, absolutely. I won't mess with it. Um, But my friend had one of these boards, and it came with, like, this whole, like, white light visualization, and you said a prayer before Mm. you started, and it was, like, this really cool thing, and there was this whole thing that you can't buy one for yourself, and somebody has to gift it for you. I don't know. I felt really drawn to it, Um, and we did it, and we had some crazy, crazy experiences using the Psychic Circle Board, but one thing that I found across all the people that I did this with over the years was that it never worked as strongly unless my hands were on it. Mm-hmm. Like to the point where people thought that I was manipulating it at a certain point. And I never did. Um, but we had some real crazy experiences with that as well. I mean, crazy experiences. Like what? <laughs> Give me one. Um, okay. So here's, we had somebody pass away from the dance studio that I teach at. One of our students passed away in a tragic car accident. Oh. And I was doing Psychic Circle with um, another one of the instructors. And we asked, we do themes every year for the dance recital. And so we asked what the theme should be. And it spelled out MJ. And then it said, so cool, spelled out all these letters. Somebody's always writing down as you do this. Mm -hmm. So we were writing everything down. Um, And then it spelled out, I'll be there. And like, oh, man this is crazy. This has got to be him. And so we're like, 
okay, of course there's a skeptic in the room. So somebody said, well, I'm not going to believe it until they give me the recital date. So we asked what the recital date would be. And our owner's daughter was with us. And so gave us the date of the recital that nobody knew. She's like, I'm calling my mom right now. She calls her mom, mom, what's the recital date? Now her mom had it planned already because she's got to reserve the place and all that. This is about a year in advance. And she told us the recital date and it was the date that we had just written down on the paper. Oh my God. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. So a lot of validations and things like that. Another time my one girlfriend had this old desk that had been like passed through her family and moved from state to state. And it kept saying like paper drawer, paper drawer. And we couldn't find a paper in the drawer. So we pulled the drawer out and there was an old paper stuck to the back of the desk and all of the numbers and letters that it had, the board had given us were written on this old, it was an old prescription that had been stuck in the desk for, I don't remember the date on it, but it was way back, like decades back. Wow. And so crazy stuff like that happening. Yeah, and cool. it just always like spiked my interest. Do you still um, have it? The psychic circle board? Yeah. I do. Oh, so I do. we're I have not in December. Used it. Yes, yes. I haven't used it in years. So I would love to get it out and mess with it again. <laughs> oh my God. That would be so fun. Okay. So since stepping into all of this, what has shifted in your life? How has this changed things for oh, you? Man. So as a kid, especially a teen, I suffered with real bad depression and anxiety, real bad, like took me out, took me out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And that's been something that's followed me into my adult life. And since I learned how to ground and protect myself and really figure out my energy versus other people's energy, being an empath, um, I no longer have those overwhelming feelings anymore. And I now know how to like put a cap on it and also realize when it's my feelings and when it's somebody else around me. And that honestly, that was like probably the biggest breakthrough that I had through all of this was realizing that all this energy I was feeling was not just my energy. Right. And if you don't know what an empath is, go back two episodes, I believe, and you can hear all about what it likes to be, what it likes to be, what it means to be <laughs> a heavy feeler, a deep feeler. Ooh, you guys, the English it's language, it's my first, but it seems like I can't speak it. It's my only language. I don't even know what I'm saying. Okay. That's a really good thing. This is... <laughs> Jenna and I have this knack for saying inappropriate things or breaking serious energy with something that just doesn't fit where it is, where we have it. And I think <laughs> I just did that. So uh, um, you now teach your own intuitive classes, have your own students, yes. you're working yeah. for yourself. So beyond just settling your own energy, you've also come into your own huge, excuse me, while I toot your horn for you, your own huge power <laughs> of this this business that you're running and these people's lives that you're changing, more importantly than anything else. People are growing in their own comfort and they're healing their anxiety and their depression and their worries and their unrest because you had the courage to step into your own power, which is incredible. So kudos to you for that. Um, 
It is. What? That's a great feeling. Like, that's a great feeling. What does your husband think about all of this? Um. So it's funny. So when I started all of this, you know, you sent me a little interview and you're like, what do you plan to do with your gifts? And I was like, I just want to be able to connect with my loved ones. Yeah, it went in a totally different direction than I ever expected it to. But honestly, my husband, I bring that up because my husband was a huge catalyst there. Like he was, he really, really stood by my side and encouraged me to like keep following what I was doing and keep practicing. And that all started because I read for him and um, he's like, well, if you're psychic, you know, beyond reading my mind, because we say the same thing at the same time and we'll sing the same same songs at the same time and all that fun stuff will happen. But he's like, why don't you read for me? He was going through a tough time and I told him, okay, I'm going to pull cards for you because I didn't want him to think that I was just pulling stuff that I already knew about him. up what you wanted him to hear. (laughs) Right. And I knew that with the cards, I don't use the books for the cards, but at least he would have something to reference based off of like what I said and then what the cards were. And I pulled three cards for him. We did like a past, present and future in relation to the issue that he was having at the time. And he's going to kill me for saying this, but it brought him to tears and he was blown away. Um, not only by how spot on it was for him, but also the fact that like he felt like I knew the next steps for him and it was what he had been thinking, but what he hadn't acted on and we had never talked about it. So it was pretty crazy. That is magical. (laughs) Does he listen to this podcast? I'm going to go with no on that one. So yeah. maybe I'm going to be so safe. <laughs> you won't get in trouble. I'm like, I, he's not going to listen. I'm like, my husband won't. He, the last episode of this, I gave that man so many kudos and I was laying in bed while I was editing it. <laughs> and he was like in and out of sleep. I'm like, go to sleep. I know you're not going to hear this on playback. So shut up and go to sleep. <laughs> I don't want you to hear me saying all these nice things. Go to sleep. Um, So, okay. So he's down. Do your kids know what you do? Yeah. So um, at first we weren't really sure about, you know, how to approach it with them. And I am like, I'm just such a, like everything that comes to my mind comes out. So there was no way I was going to be able to hide these things from my children. Um, and so, yeah, you know, now I tell my son, like, I'm going to do readings. Mommy's a psychic. (laughs) Um, and it's funny because Cam, Cam is going to be seven this summer and he's like, mom, you're not a psychic. If you're a psychic, then tell me what I'm thinking right now. So we actually play some intuitive games back and forth because he is sensitive as well. So I'll have him write stuff down like on paper and then I'll guess what he wrote and we'll do stuff like that. And so we've had some fun with that. Um, But now his favorite thing to say is I'm a psychic like mommy. So now he's on board. That's so sweet. (laughs) He was little. So she's like, "Ah, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's how she's three. And she'll be three next month. Okay, cool. Because I know she and um, my son Jameson are right around the same age. Uh, Wesley is four and a half. And he's, I, I know we'll talk about this in coming episodes, but he is definitely sensitive as well. But he's still like, he's scared of it. He's four and a half. He doesn't really know what's happening. And it has a lot to right. do with why I've stepped in and reached into my intuition and, and connecting with 
people who have passed or, or whatever. And he, I tell him, I'm, you're such a better mother than I am. I will say, I'm going to talk to dead people now. I'll see you later, Wesley, if he's being naughty. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> but I love it. The things we say to our children sometimes. And if you're judging, then you really think about the craziest thing you've ever said to your child just to catch a quiet second. And you will oh. not be judging for much longer because I know you're not at all. I'm no, talking people to the have said here. way worse things to their kids. <laughs> way worse oh things. Oh, my God. Is there anything else you want to share about coming into your gifts or your, your personal life that you feel like would benefit? Um, I mean, I think for me in the beginning, I, I mean, Catherine knows this about me, but I think it's important to share that for people that are looking to explore their own gifts, like don't discredit yourself. Um, try it all. Like when you're learning and find a mentor, really find a mentor because, you know, I, I know at one point my husband said, oh, you could have figured this out at your own, on your own. Th- that's the type of person that I am. Like yeah. I'm a researcher and I'm a learner. Like that's who I am. But working with you was really what helped build my confidence because I had you there to validate things for me and yep. we could have open discussions. And then through meeting you, I found a whole new tribe of people that were on the same wavelength and, you know, certain things that I discovered about myself, I wouldn't have known if I didn't work with a mentor. The community. So yeah. thank you for that. Thank and, you for um, coming along. Look yeah. at us now. <laughs> right? <laughs> Never thought I'd be sitting in this seat, like to be totally honest. I know, you. right? It's crazy. I want to paint this picture for you guys though. Jenna's got her her seven year old's headphones on and we are yeah, we're just we're rocking the mom life real hard while we are <laughs> doing everything that sets our little hearts on fire. So if there's anything you're holding back on right now, go for it. We are the epitome of what happens when you just say, screw it and go for it. Trust your gut and jump. All right. Well, then if that is all, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And this was our bonus episode this week. So hop right on over to the next one. And we will, otherwise, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Project Healing.